Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is John Dredge. Hey, no, no, his name's Andy Harlan. And My his name is John Dredge. Welcome. Welcome. We are Dredgeland on Wandsworth Radio. The time, John, is just coming up. Indeed, and later we will find out more on that fact, and others are available. Welcome and good night. Later on the programme, we will be finding out what the time is. Indeed, please do tweet us at Wandsworth Radio at Dredgeland with the time at any point throughout the next hour, and we will quote it. We'll get you on the radio, doesn't matter how, doesn't matter when, it's going to be soon. <laughs> well, well covered. Thanks, John. Well recovered. Thanks, so, uh, don't forget tonight, Tony Blackburn says, That's hey, an exclusive. That's right, guys. It's uh, Friday night. Hey, 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 hey. Don't forget, you can hear loud noises later in the show. You can hear quiet noises as well. <laughs> and you can hear very sort of mid level noises as well. That was one of them. That was quite quiet. That's more mid level. We've got a very small Wookiee in the studio this evening called... Down! Called Basil. Hello, Basil. He's trying to get out. You're not allowed out yet. Oi, what I told you. Quiet. He's, he's our special studio pet this evening. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever had a pet Wookiee? <laughs> you indeed. Please tweet us at Dredgeland at Wandsworth Radio. <laughs> Actually, that was on LBC earlier. Can oh, we think sorry, of another... Ever... Okay, have you ever had a pet... Car. Yes. Have what, you ever had a pet car? What reg, what colour, what year, yeah, what, um, was, what the was the name? Point. Please do get um, in touch. Actually, what we're looking for this evening in terms of talking topics is the following. What's the highest number you've ever counted up to? Indeed, what's the tallest you've ever been? What's the what's the uh, strangest word you've ever said? Yeah, and um, where's your favourite place? I mean, is it in the bath? Let us know. We'll have a straw poll on that later. What's the highest shelf you've ever put self-raising flour on? That's a good question, John. Yeah. Of course, I remember being self-raising, of course. It does it itself, I know. <laughs> I but know. Have you ever given it a helping hand? Hey, hey, hey. How many arms do you, you own? Had? Do you own? That's right, that's uh, tonight's <laughs> whole topic. Please do tweet. Do you, know, do you know where we keep the biscuits? Down the radio station, do you? <laughs> do let us know, because we can't find them. What's the tallest number you've ever thought of? What's the largest sound? <laughs> Have you ever turned a mollusk round? Could you dig a big hole? Could you? Could you, though? Have you ever been down the beach when everything's covered in snow and thought to yourself, Oh, that's nice! Let us know. Indeed, have you ever run away? Have you? Have you have ever come you? back afterwards? Yeah. And hey? thought, I forgot the chair, then picked the chair up, gone out again. Run away again. Those are the sort of questions. And then you come back, and then you've and got then, a table, and then yeah. you run away again. But no, then you come back, and then you've got some cutlery, and then you yeah. run away again, then you come back. And then what do you bring? What do you take after the cutlery? Wouldn't you like to know? Well, do tweet us. <laughs> if you and we'll know get the, to the bottom of that conundrum. We've got another sad letter in this week. We've it's got a quiz as well. We've got all sorts of things. It is. We're going to be quizzing you, the radio listening public of we've Wandsworth. Got, we've got a big, big prize, isn't we? Remember, very, very we're uh, looking for Keith. He's out there in the Wandsworth suburbs. Yeah, um, he's out there somewhere. Uh, he's, he's he's survived for forty-two weeks actually with no is. food. He has indeed, and he is uh, he is just really ploughing on. He's doing um, well. If you see him, uh, don't forget to go out to him and say you're almost dead, mate, and you'll receive a small bag. You will. And what's in the bag this week, John? It's a small piece of cutlery. That's right. And is it a spoon or a fork? It is. Thank you. Of course, we're going to be giving away some clues for Where's Keith because actually... Yes, it's, it's, it's too uh, difficult, isn't it, We've been asked really? to sort of dumb it down a bit. It's too difficult. I can see that now. Just, he, just, just saying find him and not really giving you any hints or clues is difficult for the, be, uh, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the sub-level of intelligence that our listeners have. Should we have a moment to think about that? Let's have a moment's silence uh, just for a laugh. Okay. Um, that wasn't a moment. Hey, eh? that was that was more of a 
a speck of time. Right, hold on. Um, and <laughs> that was more like three moments actually. Hold on. And there we go. That was one. That was more like a genuine moment. We're delving into John's mind at six. Yeah, I brought it along for the ride. You're going to have uh, a little wiggly wig, have a little look inside, see what's in there. What are your thoughts in general? Let us know at Dredgeland. Indeed, or at Ones with Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, well, how would you describe the next artist, John? He's tall, he's trendy, he's got a good set of teeth. It's Norman Collier.
think that was a record. Thanks so much, John, and well described. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? It was quite plinky and plonky. Yeah. Anyway, unexpected item in the checking area. It's time now for the Dredgeland board game. Now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wandsworth Radio because we have been. No, I agree with you. What's the word there, John? We've been developing the Dredgeland board game now for over a decade. Yeah, and we've decided to play round three this evening. Now, Indeed. we had round two four weeks ago and round one yesterday. That must mean it's round three today. Indeed, I've looked at the pamphlet and... Yeah, we know we know what the rules are. Don't you worry about it. We're... Uh, did you bring Did you bring the oblong? I've got the oblong. I've got the rectangle. I've got the triangle. They're all here, ready, waiting okay. for round three here we of go. the board um, game. So let's roll the pen to see who goes first. Okay, let's... John's first. Okay, here we go. Now, uh, uh, now do please... Uh, Explain as you go along, but give us your best game, John. Give okay. us your best game. Now, uh, okay, I'm going to. I've, I'm going to make... roll the pen again and to see. You're rolling the pen again. Just see what happens. Let's just have a. It's a four. Okay. Right. What I'm going to do? I'm going to go four spaces forward, and of course, if it's a four, it means I go three spaces back after that. So. And three spaces back. And your turn. Thanks very much, John. Uh, roll the pen. Oh, that's not good. It's not, actually. Hold on. Have you... That's me done. That was... I Hold was on. impressed by that, actually. One second. That was impressive. I should take that back. That seemed like a foul move, but I'm going to just chuck in an extra. I don't think you should have done that. Over to you, John. Look, look what's happened now you're near the stream. What's going to... Oh. Hold on, hold on. So, uh, pick up a stream card. <laughs> yep. Pick up a stream card. Yeah, I'll What's tell you it? what it says. It says, uh, if you find yourself near the stream, stream. this week, you're going to yep. meet the giraffe, okay. yep. um, the goat, and um, what can I be described as a goose? Yep. Um, which do you choose to talk to? <laughs> Over to John. Okay. Okay, so are you choosing or are you passing? Well, I'm passing. Okay. Are you choosing? I'm passing. Okay, so I'll have the goose, please. Okay, here it is. Thanks very much, John. And move right, forwards go, two it's steps. Okay, uh, hold on. Are you moving forwards? Two yeah, steps? You, you, Sorry. you you chuck the goose. Sorry, I, I forgot. I'm, I, I need to move back, don't I? Okay, you move forward. Um, I move back. And, and there we are. Oh, is it forward now? <laughs> hold is, on, it forward? Hold on. Is, it, is it me forward? What does it say in the pamphlet? It says, Have you discussed with your local butcher? <laughs> have you discussed what with your local butcher? Precisely. Though? Two steps back. I pick up a what card. Have you discussed eggs with your local butcher? Uh, I, I, actually, John, I haven't. Miss a go. Uh, it's over to me. Have you, hold on. He had a go. Did you hear that, listeners? He had a go. He said, miss a go. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back next time with more Dredgeland's patented board, board game, game for rainy days and or times that you just can't be bothered to go outside. For rainy days and Mondays. They always bring you down, don't they? Oh. Now! Let's have a quick check on the travel situation. Did it, did it, did it, travel, travel, did it, Wandsworth! <laughs> no, we have no jingle for that. We did it ourselves. In the Wandsworth area, cars are going up and down, buses are going in and out, and taxis are going round and about as well. That's right, John. On the A3205, there is light petting. <laughs> On the A4987, there's a small buzzard called Norman. Okay, the Latchmere Road is busy in both directions, but please do not cross it unless you have an allocation. <laughs> Baker Street has become a small paper hat. Uh, Battersea Library is closed for renovation work, so they're going to rebuild the library from books on Tuesday. Please watch out for pages on the street. 
the Spawn Road, uh, just off the A4987692. Eight. Does not exist. Uh, the A3036363636363636363636. Is uh, currently being built out of snow. Uh, unfortunately, due to today's warm weather, they have had to. Um, well, they've had to request more snow to be shipped in by ferry from Iceland on Tuesday. Thank you. On the A4987663. <laughs> sorry, John. Sorry. 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 Thank you. On the A14, several cars are moving in a diagonal direction. Uh, four lorries are moving sideways, and three people are dead. Okay, well, that's unfortunate. Uh, let's go to the trains. The following stations are Happy, uh, Clapham Junction, Battersea Park, Queenstown Road, and Putney. The following stations are Less Than Happy tonight. That's uh, Wandsworth Road um, and uh, Lidl. And uh, the following stations are... To be honest, very, very ill. Um, nice. Farnsworth Common, uh, Spawn Road. Is Cheam in there, John? Cheam Common is closed as well. Uh, and can I just say, all the other stations in London are now closed. Where's your workplace? It's closed, I'm afraid. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. My name is Andy Harland. You're listening to Dredge Land on Wandsworth Radio. Opposite me is John Dredge, but John has had to step out for a moment to take a phone call from his mum. But in the meantime, we're going to go straight to the lines to fill a bit of air. Over to line one, I believe we've got uh, Jackie Wilson on the line. Line one, Jackie Wilson, uh, are you there and why? Speak up, Jackie. No one's interested in that. Jackie, uh, you've called Wandsworth Radio. What's the purpose of your call? Um, well, you were talking about uh, various things, and I've got various things to say about okay, that. Okay, Jackie, I'm interested. Lead me in. Lead me right the way in there. Well, you're talking about like, the highest number that you've ever been able to count up. Okay, so, what have you got for me? Well, I started like you know years ago with two, and now I'm on three, so that's I think not it's, bad. it's an advance, isn't it? Um, at the end of the day, Jackie, do you think that's a uh, worthwhile use of your time and effort? No. Why are you calling? I don't know. Okay, oh thanks God. for calling. Good night. Uh, line six, you're through to Dredge Land on Wandsworth Radio. What's the highest number you've counted to? The highest number I have ever counted to was 404. I when managed, did you manage that? I managed, I was about to say, actually. Hold I on, don't interrupt it. me. When did, you, when did you manage it? I managed it in about 1904. Where, was, where were you located at the time? I was in a small building society in the Romford area. I remember it very, very well. It was back in the days when there were sort of numbers were everywhere. Yep, and what were you counting? I was counting uh, chickens, in would fact. You, would you, these days, so would you would you prefer to count peanuts or uh, or loafers? What would you prefer? Well, could you define the difference, please? I'm yep. not quite uh, sure the difference. Peanuts are the nut-based nut. The peanut, uh, a yep. loafer, is just sort of some sort of shoe. Okay, I'd go for the peanut-based yep. nut. And how many of the 412 would you like to count? I'd like to count over 400 of them uh, while wearing socks. Okay, how do you feel about movement? <laughs> movement will not be taking place during the count. Good night. Thanks for calling. Okay, and don't forget, do call again. Line eight, you're online. Welcome to Dredgeland, Once with Radio. Do tell me what's on your mind. I got no tongue in mind. Thanks very much. Line 12, thanks for calling Dredgeland. You are on the internet. Hello, how are you today? I'm quite well, thanks very much for calling. How are you today? I'm very, very well. I'm the lead singer of Geran Geran. And what's your name, sir? Brian. Okay, Brian. And what's your profession these days, Brian? I... I, I invent pens. What part of the world are you calling from there, Brian? I'm falling from Dundee on Thames. Okay, and what's the best thing you've ever done? Uh, I've fallen out of a helicopter. And back in the Duran Duran days, how did you feel? Well, it was quite trendy back in the day to do that sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, Have eh, you got a T-shirt? Ah, uh, yeah, I got the T-shirt. Have got you? the old uh, Duran 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 T-shirt. That's what they were called originally. Duran 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 T-shirt. Then we honed it down to just the two Durans and, uh, of course, the tribute band Duran. They were too good. At the end of the day, what's the highest number you can count to? I would say 15 or, you know, on a good day, 16. Okay, let's put you to the test. The air is yours. 15, 16. Okay, thanks very much for calling. Um, Have you got a request? No. Oh, my Lord, have mercy on your soul.
Hey John, here we go. That's right. Don't forget to clap, guys. Let's all clap. That's too much clapping. That's a... Uh, clapping's finished now. And And it's a tremendous sound, isn't it? The happy, 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 high, high sound of Duffy there on Power 94.9. This hey. is... Where are we, actually? It's Wandsworth Town, mate. Oh, OK. Because, uh, yeah, I keep having these dizzy spells. I'm not sure where I am. I've got an idea. Have you? Let's have a quick... Route through. There we go. Ready? What are you going to do? Ladies and gentlemen. What's happening? It's time. Yeah. For Dredgeland's patented great idea... Is it time for the interactive story, Andy? It is indeed, John. Oh. And today I'd like to uh, set it up by just, just saying how much I've enjoyed these recently. Yeah. Uh, and today is, uh, is an interesting interactive story because it's been sent to us, uh, or the title at least has. It's been sent to us by the uh, Wandsworth Freemasons Association of Wandsworth. Uh, they're Freerunners, Freemasons, and Free Range. That's their logo, slogan, and what they get up to at the weekends. John? That's their logo, that's their slogan, that's their slogan, and that's their logan. It really is. It really um, is that simple, guys. Don't remember. Familiarity breeds. Contempt. It really does. And that's our catchphrase. We'll be using that 48 times before the end of the show. If you can count them all, you win a free handbag. Oh, yeah, we forgot to mention that, actually. We've yeah. got the Dredgeland handbag. Yeah, um, that is available. Two previous owners, and it is full of grit. But if you'd like to utilise it for uh, what can only be described as carrying items, um, please do call. The number is... Oh. So, um, don't forget, actually... Um, oh, I've forgotten. Uh, it's time now no, I've for... Got, I've got a clue. Uh, isn't it time for the interactive story? Wasn't it's time for Dredgeland's interactive story. Drum roll, please. That's Drum roll, me. please. Over to you, John. Uh, the title of the interactive story is The Loneliness of the Long Distance Marathon Runner. Now, in case you don't know what the concept of the interactive story is, neither do I. But uh, someone's just handing me this piece of paper with the information on it. Uh, that somebody is me. Yeah, it says two loaves of bread, three tins of beans. It's That's beetroot, not the, beetroot. Beetroot, three tins of beetroot. So, yeah, the interactive story, the, ba the basic idea is that uh, I start the story with a couple of sentences, and it continues with sentences three and four, and we put them all together into a great big hat, and there's a lovely story at the end of it. And if you've got a problem with that, just write in. Yeah, the number is... Four. <laughs> okay. So, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Story number 408, The Loneliness of the Long Distance Marathon Runner. Have we got any backing music or anything like that? I'm just. I'm actually going to compose some whilst we uh, do it. This oh, week, okay. I'm going to compose some music. <laughs> okay, that's good. What, some, like, appropriate music or inappropriate? It's going to be mainly inappropriate. Okay, that's, that's appropriate. So, I'll start the story, The Loneliness of the Long Distance Marathon Runner. Any, no music composed as yet, so I will, I will, I will start. So, I'll finish. One day, in the middle of the street, that's a rubbish beginning, actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, where shall I set it? Got any ideas? Edinburgh. Okay. One day in Edinburgh, there was a man who decided to run a marathon because he was, you know, he decided that he liked running long ways. He had quite a bit of training in running long ways uh, as he got out of prison recently. Oh, here we go. It's <laughs> the running music. Okay. This is quite an early 80s story, by the sound of it. And it sounds like the Bloomin' League, doesn't it? And so he decided to run away from himself and run away from his own legs. 
Which was proving difficult. <laughs> this would be, this would catch, oh, listen to that. It's, it's funky, isn't it, Sweeney? It's good, isn't it? It's quite retro. Like, so we should make the story a bit retro. So he ran into a newsagent and immediately bought some top deck. Followed by three Tutti Fruities and some more old sweets. I can't think of any. And some spearmint rhinos. <laughs> so then he ran out again and he thought, what I need to do, like, do some training for this marathon because uh, I'm no good at running anywhere, you know. Uh, I'm feeling pretty run down as it is. So he ran, uh, he ran 14 miles. Is this helping? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. He ran 14 miles uh, before he realised he'd forgotten his car keys. Can I have a recap? Uh, here it is. Oh, hold on, my turn. Can I have one? <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> hold on, my turn. We're, we're recapping what's happened earlier in the show. Okay, moving gone. on. 14 legs. Anyway, so this bloke had 14 legs, did he? I mean, or was there, was there 14 legs of the marathon he was going to run? There's 14 legs in the marathon, yeah. It was 13 marathons in 13 days. 14 legs of each marathon equals 27,000 marathons in 36,000 hours. That's more than it is, I Over done. to you. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, so he thought, right, what I'm going to do is like do some training for a marathon and I'm going to run up the stairs in an instant. So he ran up the stairs, ran out the window, and the next thing you knew... It was all over the show. Okay, thanks very much, John. Now, uh, of course, Beatrice at that point turned up and said, Sydney, Sydney, you're always forever falling on the floor. All I've wanted you to do is to complete one of your bucket list tasks, but you refuse. You point blank refuse to go running anywhere. I said anywhere, I said anywhere. Over to you. <laughs> and Sydney replied, what are you talking about, woman? Don't tell me if I've decided to run anywhere or not. <laughs> ah, well, she responded, I'll tell you what, you can't just run anywhere you like anywhere, hey. Because, <laughs> easy, don't cry, easy. Because, I don't care what you say, because, because as far as I'm concerned, I'm paying the rent, and then you need to do exactly what I request of you, mister. To which Sydney replied, don't tell me when I'm going that hot. You flaming idiot. I come down the stairs with a flaming legs and come out and come to back. Beatrice responded, Where are you going to, though? Suddenly, he received a communication from the telephone system. What's that? Oh no, Chip Marathon's been cancelled. I've got literally nowhere, nowhere to, to run.
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Mr. Andy Harlan. In front of me is Mr. John Dredge. We are Dredgeland. Hello there, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, John. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we promised it earlier, and it has arrived in it's the post. Arrived. Here it is. It's this week's sad, sad letter. Of course, this week's sad letter is sponsored by Alpen, the cereal for women and men. Okay, time for the sad letter music. Now, John, this, this week's... Is, this is the Hulk music as well. This week's letter is particularly sad. Is it? Because last week's was sort of fairly cheerful. Wasn't it, it was fairly cheerful, and essentially that's why we disbanded. Yeah, that's... What halfway through sh- reading it. Yeah, I mean, I just threw it out in the garbage. This letter is addressed to Dredgeland. Dear Dredgeland, mm. uh, my name is... Uh, Michael, I'm from Marlebuen, Marlebone mm-hmm. there. Yeah, uh, that's Marlebone. how I like to pronounce it. Um, okay. And he says, I'm, "I'd like to write to you." Yeah, um, just to well, take. He has, he has actually. Well, and, he, and he has. And that's I was, good. I, I mean, so he's, he's achieved that. He's achieved it at least. Let's should we tick that off? Let's, Let's just. See, where's the pen? Thanks, John. Um, he says, "I'd like to write to you, which you have achieved, um, about a particularly sad, sad, and if if not slightly harrowing." Situation that is it, a, is it a sad, sad situation? It is a sad, sad situation and/or circumstance, John. Oh, you're okay. correct. Mm, yeah. uh, a particularly harrowing yeah. incident oh. uh, in my life yeah. that I'd like to express on paper to you and your audience of four. Thank you, uh, Michael. Does he go on to say? Goes anything? on to say yeah. he does indeed. Uh, he goes on to say um, things started out well for me that summer in oh, nineteen. Uh, 36. That sounds a little bit too uh, upbeat for this week's sad Things letter. did start going well for me, but... Um, that's, not, that's no good. That's not what we want, is it? That summer in 1936. Um, no. But as soon as I reached day three of said summer, yeah. that's when things took a turn for the worse. Yes! Oh, I it mean, was a oh. Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. Um, oh. It goes on to write. It was That's a Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, when it was I, early closing, wasn't when it? When I first start? noticed uh, that actually mm. uh, I'd gone into the office that morning oh, to no. be told that uh, I was actually um, basically. Uh, Fired? Uh, or sacked? Uh, he just. Uh, He's just put er uh, in the letter. That's unusual, isn't it? I think he was thinking about what to write next. Yeah. Um, and he so says, he just literally put er uh, in there. I turned, I've never up, seen uh, that. I turned up to work in the morning. Uh, yeah. I was fired. That's what I was told. Oh, okay. I was told I wasn't needed uh, <laughs> by the organisation and or any other members of my family ever again, uh, which was particularly harrowing. That's a bad... Uh, that's, that's unfortunate. That's a not, not very well, well, that's nice That's the first Wednesday to... of summer and it's already gone downhill, John. Would you like to continue? <clears throat> Let's have a look. So... After that fairly harrowing morning, I wandered the streets hither and yon. Hither and, and yon, he does go on to write. Yeah, and he says here, and sometimes both at the same time, which hither is yon. particularly harrowing at that time of day. Malcolm, does he quote about the time there, John? He said he, he started wandering around at about 12.02. Hither and yon, 12.02. And the wandering continued to uh, 1.03. That's so quite harrowing. That's, uh, 61 just minutes. over an hour. 61 minutes of um, 61 minutes sorrow. Of walking, sorrowful walking hither and yon. Thanks, John. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. So he, he was in... He didn't know what to do. I mean, he really didn't know what to do, whether to uh, continue walking in a sort of sorrowful way for another hour or... Or to do something more light-hearted, try and cheer himself up. So 
He went into a, a nearby biscuit factory because it was a bit peckish. He did indeed, John. He did indeed. He and says, that's, that's um, lovely. You know, that you'd think that that would be enough to cheer any man up. Well, that's, that's actually very interesting because he goes on to write, I, uh, I went into the biscuit factory to find alternative employment. Oh, did he? Um, so uh, he, he was peckish, but at the same time he thought he could get another job. Well, I can see how his mind's working there. The two go together in, in perfect harmony. John. They go together like Hither and Yon, in fact. Very Do you remember Hither and Yon? Indeed. I'm Mickey Hither. I'm Jim Yon. And together we are... Hither un- and Yon. Unemployed. Yeah, they were no work. I Permanently think, unemployed. Unemployment. So he turned up to um, the biscuit factory. The Charlton. Biscuit factory. Biscuit um, exhibitions and uh, custards. Uh, yeah, that's a complicated. Charlton's style. biscuit exhibitions and custards. Yeah, the biscuit factory. They also did exhibitions. Did they really? And custard. So they were, you know, they had a finger in every pie. Really. Many pies, custards, Many custard, and exhibition pies, of course. Uh, Howdy hi. Howdy ho. Thanks very much, John. I yeah. just uh, threw that in there for uh, old time's sake. So uh, uh, Michael from Marleybone goes on to write. He says, um, I yeah. went into Biscuit Factory to find alternative employment. Yeah. Uh, only to find that uh, four of my fingers had just lopped off my left hand. Uh, I noticed this when I went to go for a handshake. And I've normally got a particularly strong handshake. But on that day, after four of my fingers had just lopped off, all I had was a bit of a bloody stump that greeted the foreman of the... <laughs> Sorry? Really? The biscuit uh, and or custard and or exhibition factory. Um, At that point, um, he he basically turned to me and went, buddy, I'm going to be honest for you. You're not much use to me because this is 1936 and equal opportunities essentially did not apply. Over to you, John. It is sad. He was ahead of his time. It is sad. So he sorrowfully left the biscuit factory. He fell into a ravine. Did he really? Yeah, that's what he goes on to, right? Let's have a look. Oh, yeah, he fell into a ravine. I didn't see that when I originally read this. Oh, no. so, so, so he fell into a ravine and sadly was unable to swim. Uh, and he bobbed along. He bobbed along. I mean, he was, he was taken down the stream by uh, a gorilla, unusually. It's interesting. There was, gr- a, there, was a swimming, there was a gorilla swimming past. In, in the Manchester region. In the Manchester... Was it Manchester? It was Manchester, yeah. And he was taken down the stream by the gorilla. And that was good, but... You know, after a while, the gorilla didn't. You know, took a dislike to the man. Well, he did. He stopped. Th- he stopped to think. Hold on, I can't utilize this human uh, mammal as a flotation device. So therefore, the gorilla just dropped him off at the nearest point of access. Uh, basically, turned to him and looked wistfully as the two of them knew they had a natural connection. That's the thing. They had a natural connection between man and beast. And he knew. Yeah. He knew. He knew that connection would never conne- appear again. As the gorilla it's disappeared sad, into the, gr- the distance. It's yeah. growing ever smaller on the horizon. Yeah. Like a tiny gorilla by the end. Yeah. And then he had to get a, perisco- a telescope out to check that he'd gone. So, and then he goes on to write. That, he does. Um, despite um, the brief connection with said gorilla, he never really recovered from that hideous ordeal with not only being sacked and fired at the same time, but also... The loss of several fingers, and in fact, several toes. You didn't mention that. I didn't, indeed. He lost several toes on the way back. Michael just uh, wraps up the letter by saying, it's been 81 years now since my uh, summer of uh, sorrow. Um, There's not a day that goes by that he doesn't think of that gorilla. And he just would like to dedicate the following piece of music to the gorilla. And to say, and everyone else who knows him. Ladies and gents, it's, it's hard and it's harrowing being... Michael from Marleybone but at the end of the day we've all had our ups and downs (laughs) 
That's right, that's what's in your ears, and for the next six minutes, it's me, Andy Harland, and Nick Hayward from Haircut 100. Nick, Hello. welcome back from the 80s. Well, thanks very much. It's nice to be here in a different decade, to be honest Indeed, with you. Nick, how are you finding Wandsworth? Is the hotel up to scratch? Uh, no, it's the Hotel Cheam, actually. That's where I've been staying, and um, uh, it's been really great. I've enjoyed uh, it. You has know. it inspired you to write? Well, I've written four songs that are very much in that sort of uh, era, um, you know, in 80s style since uh, I've been there. Any sort of work in progress, anything you can kind of tease us with? Well, yeah, what do you think of this? Not bad. Uh, yeah. has, that, has that got a title? Or is it just simply... It's called Splat. Yeah. It's called Splat. Can we, can we try and... Can you try and teach me that one? Uh. 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 It's, it's catchy. It's catchy. No, I think I've got something there. Oh, it's catching anyway, yeah. yeah. Nick, Do you, uh, remember, do you of, remember the 80s? I do, actually, Nick. I was going to say, a lot, of people them? Re- a lot of people remember the 80s. Do oh, you, I remember them, yeah. Do you remember the 80s? Uh, well, it, they say if you can remember them, then you, you can remember the 80s. That's great, Nick. Um, a, a, a philosopher once said to me, what are you doing crossing the road at that point? There's not even a formal way of crossing. What you should do is go to the crossing and cross the road rather than just trying to cross the road at the point where there isn't a crossing to cross the road. Anyway, um, I've been listening to one of your albums recently. There's a lot of love songs on that. <laughs> Are you in love? Well, I like to try and keep cheerful, you know what I mean? I mean, I try and keep cheerful, so all my songs are quite happy, you know what I mean? There's one called I'm Happy, you ever heard that one? Yeah, no, it's uh, quite happy. jaunty. The, the second one's called I'm Jaunty, actually. I'm jaunty, is, is the chorus of it. The third one's called I'm, I'm Quite Cheery. Well, that's interesting. A it's like of, a concept album. A lot of people have uh, come up to me in the street recently and just sort of asked why you're here. Um, do you ever get asked, who are you? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, three people asked me that on the way here. And, and, uh, and I, I, just, I, just, I just ignored them, to be honest. Really? I mean, somebody once said to me, who are you? I said, well, who are you? Don't ask me who I am. I've who heard, are you? I've heard you are particularly difficult um, <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the general public. Is that, is that a statement that you would agree with or would you disagree? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a pop star. Do you know what I mean? I've yeah, got the right. Yeah, you're not these days, are you, though? Uh, well, yeah. I've got, that's another song of mine. I've got the right to be, you know, a bit difficult because I am, of course, a famous 80s pop star from Again, the 80s. you are a famous 80s pop star from the 80s, but this pop is, star, is 2018. We're a song. Years, mate. Well, you know, I've written a new song called Old Song. Okay, do you want to give us a quick uh, old song? Thanks it's very much, Nick. Okay. You, have you ever heard a new song that was by Howard Jones? That's old now. I took the inspiration from that. Is that the new old song? Uh, it's called Old. That was called New Song. Now when he plays it, it's called Old Song. Okay, time for guess that tune with Nick Hayward. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you. If you can, give me the title there. of that song, yeah, you win a prize, a pork okay, pie. Here we go. Uh, name that tune. Fantastic day. No, What's like, the title of that listen, one? Got to listen carefully, what? Nick. Ready? Name that oh, tune. Oh, you mean I'm playing the game? Name I that tune. I, was, I thought I was setting the question. No, I thought no, I was setting the question. Well, there's only two of us here, Nick. Uh, um, but 35,000 people at home. Uh, Nick, remember. That's a big house. Name the tune. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I just wrote. Okay, ready? <laughs> What's splat, the tune there, Nick? Splat. It's by Nick, Splat. By, Nick by Nick Hayward. Thanks very much, Nick. Can I do that? I'll give you one. Okay, let's Here go. go. I'll give Name you that tune. <laughs> oh, that's my grade by Nick Hayward. Uh, yeah, I wasn't feeling too well when I wrote that. Okay, Nick. Uh, do you want to hear a few lyrics? I've got some new lyrics here. Do you want to hear some lyrics? Um, can I have the third, first, and ninth word of the lyrics? Okay, chimney. Yep. Quack. Yeah. And uh, soup. Thanks very much, uh, Nick Hayward. There's just some lyrics there. I was exclusive to ones with three. Can I throw you a lyric? Go on then. Ah! Nick Hayward, you've been superb.
low day And the sun was beating on the soldiers by the side of the road There was a bright light A shattering of shop windows The bomb in the baby carriage was wired to the radio These are the days of miracle and wonder This is the long distance call The way the camera follows us in slow-mo The way we look to a song The way we look to a distant constellation That's dying in a corner of the sky These are the days of miracle and wonder And don't cry, baby, don't cry, don't cry a dry wind and it swept across the desert and curled into the circle of blue and the dead sand falling on the children the mothers and the fathers and the automatic earth these are the days of miracle and wonder this is the long distance call the way the camera follows us in slow mode the way we look to us all oh yeah the way we That's dying in a corner of the sky These are the days of miracle and wonder And don't cry, baby, don't cry, don't cry It's a turnaround jump shot, it's everybody jump start It's every generation throws a hero up the pop charts Medicine is magical and magical is art Think of the boy in the bubble and the baby with the babbling heart And I believe these are days of lasers in the jungle Lasers in the jungle somewhere Staccato signals of constant information A loose affiliation of millionaires and billionaires and babies These are the days of miracle and wonder This is a long distance call The way the camera follows us in slow-mo The way we look to us all, oh yeah The way we look to a distant constellation That's dying in the corner of the sky These are the days of miracle and wonder And don't cry, baby, don't cry Don't cry, don't cry <laughs> Funny you know story. That, that, uh, that, no, seriously, only, John. If, if only I, we could broadcast I, that sort of material. If only the listeners had heard that story, they'd be oh, really laughing. They really, I mean, I must. Be, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the sound. That's the sound of oh, the laugh that they would have made had oh, they had oh, they got heard, clear with sinuses. Okay, welcome it. back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the last uh, two minutes, forty-four seconds of the show, and that's we've had a few listener tweets. Uh, 
Joseph has tweeted the highest number I've ever managed to count to is 17. Thanks, Joseph. <laughs> and please do tweet again. Over to you, John. Uh, Bernard from Plinge has uh, tweeted in. He says the loudest he's ever been is this loud. Okay, I've had a tweet from uh, Richard. Richard is from Putney. And the loudest he ever, he's ever been is... This loud. <laughs> oh, that's pretty different from uh, the previous tweet there, of course, which was this loud. And anyway. of course, we've had uh, Julia. Julia is from Ballam, and she's tweeted the loudest I've ever been is this loud. You see, that's not very loud, is not it? Very, not but really. it is loud. But thanks for getting in touch. Proximity. Uh, yeah. We've had a couple of tweets on the numbers. Yes, the, the highest numbers. number that people have counted to. Uh, Eric, he's three years old, and he's managed oh. to count all the way to six. Thanks well for tweeting, done. and please do tweet again. Uh, is this... Um, is this on? Is this on? Hello? Are these mics on? Hello. Um, Norman's tweeted in from Basingstoke. He can't spell Basingstoke, unfortunately, but try again next week. He says the the tallest he's ever been is five foot eight on a stepladder and in fact he put the stepladder on another stepladder and he became ten foot three but he hasn't mentioned that although I do know about it because he lives next door Steve Davis uh, from the 80s has been in touch um, and he'd like to say false I'm not sure if that's for a quiz feature or he's just, tweeted, was, he's just tweeted false. Well, that was possibly from a quiz feature we did three weeks ago. Thanks very much, Steve Davis, from the 80s, getting in touch. Appreciate your time. Although the answer was, of course, true. Indeed. Um, we've had, actually, the A-team have tweeted in. Yeah, uh, that's B-A, Steve, Steve, Norman, <laughs> Eric. And, uh, of course, and Roger Daltrey. Yeah, they all tweeted in, and they say 14. So thanks, thanks very much. That's their favourite number. Anyway, is it time for some quick horrible scopes? It's one minute left of the show. Before we go to Quiz Dredge, we're going to go to the horoscope. Taurus this week uh, if you're going to do it do it properly because last time you tried to do it it was a blooming disaster sort Aries. yourself out mate oh sorry I had, you had no, that's Aries sort yourself out mate yeah Aries sort uh, yourself out mate uh, sorry have you finished that one Aries Oh, sorry, Aries. No, Aries is simply don't get in the washing machine again this week you know it's not a good idea when the stars are aligned indeed and finally Virgo says give up um, it's not worth trying ladies and gentlemen it's time to quiz John Dredge here we go John Ooh, what colour are your eyes it's blue and it's green and what, it's often orange what's co- what colour are your ears individually or, or by uh, it's combined combined together the ear colour is Brian what's your pin number Four, 14, 17, 18 we'll I got that right, I got that right. we'll be testing that one later ok finally John uh, two more questions are you ready no. And uh, would you like to? No. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a very pleasurable good night from me. And it's good night for me. Good night! Mm-hmm.